Yo, yo, yo. We back. Black coffee, no sugar, no cream. And that drop. We gotta we gotta fix that fade. Yeah, we right. on it. We yes, sir. We yes, sir. We still here. So how you doing, brother? I'm happy. I'm blessed. It's a wonderful day. And yourself? Oh man, I'm doing awesome. Good, good. This is and week number This is episode five. Episode five. And like I said, you know, you, you, you never wanna over promise and under deliver. That's right. But I gave y'all a a, a little a little teaser mm-hmm. that this week was gonna be different. Mm-hmm. And Kept we came word. through for you. Kept your word. We have a guest <laughs> on Black Coffee, No Sugar, No Cream. That's right. I'm not good at the pause game, so I'll just pause now. <laughs> Black Coffee, No Sugar, No Creams. Guest virginity has been broken. <laughs> <laughs> Let me bring this brother in. He he he's on billboards all over town. Yeah, I saw that. Born and uh, born and raised. Well, I ain't gonna say born and raised, but spend a lot of his time in town. Mm-hmm. And we getting ready to talk about some some real stuff. You know, we we we. You know he he's definitely knowledgeable. He he knows this city, and we're gonna talk about ownership, home ownership. Mm. He is a mortgage broker at First Financial Bank. That's on uh, Neal uh, Street, right? South Prospect and Neal Street. Okay, okay, so they got two branches. There's on one Prospect in Urbana too, Street. off uh, Philo Road. Okay, so, so total three. All right, so so you hear the voice. Uh, Brother Wayne Bolton is in the building. Black coffee, no sugar, no cream. Welcome, my brother. Welcome. How you doing? How y'all doing? Good, good, good. Good, good. So, let's get into it. Let's do it. Who is Wayne Bolton? Now that's a good question. Man, who is Wayne Bolton? Uh, I, I'm just a, I'm a young gentleman here in town that, uh, you know, just trying to make my way through life, you know. Awesome. You know, just making my way through life, trying to trying to climb the the, the ladder in this world. You know, mm-hmm. um, were you born here? No, I was actually born in Germany. My my father was in the military, so military uh, yeah, <laughs> came here in about 1990, I think 89, 90. So, mm-hmm. um, and uh, been here ever since, off and on. So. Well, 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 it's definitely a, a kind of a small world. We. We go back a little bit. Yeah. I I I, I dated your cousin. Yeah. Back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you know, family functions, <laughs> yep. all that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then I saw you. Um, I saw you on the billboards. Then I saw you in the store, and I yep. said, "Man, I I need to holler at you. This mm-hmm. this was meant to be, cause, you know, we 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 might want to do some business." Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we we exchanged numbers and. Then the podcast jumped off, and then I said, oh, man, this is perfect. Perfect. So for all the people out there, we, we definitely put in a little time. So how did you get into mortgage? Mortgage. Office, officing. Or yeah, I, yeah. Man, what do you do? I mean, what's... And I, I, I put deals together. Okay. You know, I, I take people that... Um, most of the times, the 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 easiest deals are come from the people who think they can't even own a home. Mm. Um, talk about that. Yeah, uh, those are the easiest because they're willing to listen and uh, take advice, 
and they are willing to work a little harder. Um, but what I do is, you know, I sit down and I, you know, I talk to couples, individuals on a daily basis and, you know, I kind of get a, a picture of their financial, uh, status Mm -hmm. and, uh, their goals and where they want to go, where they see themselves in five years. Um, you know, what home ownership would mean to them. And, uh, you know, from there we kind of, we, we piece it together, you know, usually takes maybe, uh, three days to a week and, uh, you can, uh, get somebody shopping for a home pretty quickly these days so let's let's um separate you you're not a realtor so what what responsibility does you know once once they decide they want to buy a home Mm -hmm. should they already have the home in mind no so you know, in, in this day and age, it's backwards, right? Mm. Somebody wants to buy a house, what do they do? They get on Zillow.com and they start shopping oh, yeah, for a house, yeah, right? right? <laughs> and then they pick the house out, they get their wife and their kids all excited about the house, right? And they're yeah. like, this is, the, this is the one, this is the one for me. <laughs> and then they contact the realtor, they go see the house, and, you know, the realtor is like, okay, well, do you have a pre-approval from a mm-hmm. bank? <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> and know? what's that what's a pre-approval well, yeah exactly right. what do you mean pre-approval <laughs> mm-hmm. you know we, we mm-hmm. love the house i, I make two thousand a month mm-hmm. you know wow so then they come in and see me and then i have to piece it together from there mm-hmm. right so you know we we run the credit we do the credit check we look at the, the bank statements we look at the tax returns we mm-hmm. look at um you know past rental history you know mm-hmm. and to deem if you're credit worthy right um you know and uh, sometimes it's a surprise and sometimes it's not. Okay. You know, what I've learned and what I've seen in the past few years is the people that can buy a home already know that they can buy a home. Okay. The people that usually can't buy a home are not ready to buy a home. Um, it's the same thing. They know they can't even do it. Mm-hmm. Like coffee, no sugar, no cream. Yeah. You you kind of paused there before yep. you came. It's, but this black coffee, no sugar, no cream. <laughs> <laughs> just think of, if you're a coffee drinker, just think of, of how that coffee is without the cream and the sugar. Mm. Okay, so so usually, right? <laughs> you know, this is just the this is just the raw, raw food right here. Usually a person that is worthy of buying a home. And we're speaking on paper, right? For sure. I think everybody should be able to own a home, but we're speaking credit worthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, those individuals usually nine times out of ten know their credit score. Yeah. Okay. They know their annual gross income, annual mm-hmm. income. They know that they can spit out the top of their head. Um, they know how many credit lines they have open. Right. Um, they know if some of their credit lines are maxed out. Um, sometimes you get individuals that are so far off this spectrum um <laughs> they will they don't know their credit score they just know that it's bad mm. what's bad what was what's a bad number and, and how does that work this credit score system yeah so well that depends on the broker and the bank you're working with okay so that's you know that's something else we can get into is because mm-hmm. nowadays with 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 uh different loan programs a bad credit score can still get you a home really Oh man! What number? What's the lowest number? Five eighty. Five eighty. You can get a you can get a house with a five eighty. You can get a home with a five eighty. But see, here's the thing: people automatically say home ownership, perfect credit, lots of money in the bank. 
I don't have that, so I'm not going to go talk to Wayne. I'm not going to buy a home. Mm-hmm. And that is the wrong attitude to have. Okay. okay. Because, you know, I've seen people with that attitude come into me, and they have a 620. Mm-hmm. And I have to ask them, why are you renting? Mm-hmm. Why are you mm-hmm. still renting a home? Why are you giving this landlord $700 a month? $700 a month, um, you maybe add some property taxes on there, right? And you add your homeowner's insurance. So now you're looking at about $845 a month, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe a little more, maybe 900 You own your own home. Mm-hmm. You're building equity now. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's equity? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, now, we're, now we're talking ownership. Now we're mm-hmm. talking investment. Um, you know, for example, if you own, if you bought a home 10 years ago and you put 20% equity into that home and it's, it's you're at the 60% mark of paying it off and you needed, uh, you needed $20,000 for your, your daughter's college tuition, guess what you can do? You can refinance that home and wow. pull that $20,000 out of there. Wow. Cash. Okay, we we got a lot to talk about. Okay. We got a lot to talk about. Um basically, I have I want to give a shout out to a, a realtor in Dallas, Texas. He's from Champaign. His name is Jason Haskins. Mm-hmm. Um Jason is is working his butt off down in Dallas as a realtor. Okay. But he posted a picture and and it just pretty much goes to what you were t- what you was talking about, the real cost of renting. If rent is five hundred dollars a month, okay, mm-hmm. in a year you've paid six thousand mm-hmm. dollars. In fifteen years you've paid ninety thousand dollars. Yeah. If your rent is twelve hundred, in a year you've paid fourteen thousand four hundred dollars mm-hmm. and in fifteen years you've paid hundred and ninety eight dollars. You bought a house. You've bought a house. So Wow. So um the next question I have <laughs> when is the right time? Let's say everything as somebody fired up, you know, they're gonna listen to this to this podcast mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they're gonna be fired up, they're gonna be motivated, they're gonna say, Man, that's that's real talk. It's time for me to buy a house. When is it time to buy a house? When is it fitting to stay renting? Mm-hmm. If you have been at your employer for five years consistently with the same employer, as a banker, we would deem that as a stable position, a stable job. Okay. If you have been at that job for five years and living in the same apartment for five years, we would deem you ready to buy a home. Mm-hmm. You, you're not much of a risk. Um, why are you still renting? Now, you should probably still rent if, you know, you've got a lot of outstanding debt out there, right? Because what people don't understand is is you buy a home, but there are extra responsibilities that come with that home. You No longer is that, that landlord paying your water bill, right? Yeah. No longer is that landlord taking care of the sewage and the trash. Um, and a lot of people, when they come in, in the office, they don't factor those things in there. They're like, well, I can afford 700 a month. Well, can you? Can you really afford 700 a month? What happens when you need to repair that furnace or that roof? Tell me about it. <laughs> Water heater. Right, brother? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, there, there it, 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 it's, it's a case-by-case situation. It really depends on the person's financial situation. Um, I would say... 
80 percent of the time people are ready to buy a home more than they think right you know they they're just scared it's such a big step for some people they they just get scared mainly you know our people um black folk yep we all black in here yes sir <laughs> 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 yeah shout um, out to the white listeners yeah, you we know. have some. We have some. Yeah, That's shout awesome. out to y'all. Yeah, because hey, you know, I, I, I mean, I think it's more of a mindset than it is more of a racial thing because mm-hmm. you'll find some, you know, black, brown, red, yellow, poor white people in the same condition. That's right. You know, so and if you're not mentally ready to do it, and if you're not financially stable enough to do it, those mm-hmm. combinations. I mean, I'm, you probably see all walks of life. Yeah, walk up in there. Definitely. So definitely, and yeah, that's that's perfect. It it is a mindset because if you get in the mindset that you're you're never going to be a homeowner, well, guess what that does? That trickles down to every other aspect of your financial um, portfolio in your life. Um, you know, you, you're never going to own a home, so guess what you're going to do? You're going to go you're going to go lease or buy a more expensive car because you you mm-hmm. could afford it. Instead of getting something more reasonable and investing at home, mm-hmm. um, you're probably going to spend more on uh, entertainment and, and luxury items um, because you can afford it, but you really should be investing in that home. So it is a mindset. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So let's see. I became a homeowner in 2005, I believe. Yeah, December it's 2005. A, you remember that, don't you? Yeah, and I ain't gonna lie, I was scared. Yeah, mm-hmm. and this was at the time where George Bush was <laughs> ruining the, the 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 whole banker game. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, all you had to have was a, a check stub, mm-hmm. you know, and and you can get your home. Yeah, income stated is what they used to do, which yeah. means they you would just state how much money you made a month. Yeah, and they would loan you. Wow. A mortgage off of what you stated. And that's exactly how I got my home. That's amazing to me. Wow. I was not in the industry at that time, but I wish I was. I would be rich. Because, man, I tried, but it just, just like a lot of Americans, it, it, it backfired. I got stuck in a high interest interest rate. Wow. And But I had a home. And, mm-hmm. I, you know, so, like I said, I so my credit is good. Mm-hmm. Always has been. Mm-hmm. But like you said, I had a lot of debt. Mm-hmm. So, but I I always knew I've got to be a homeowner. Mm-hmm. You know, my, my personal situation, you know, I couldn't bring my, my wife into the fold and we rent an apartment or something like that. So, sure, sure. It just, it just had to be that way. So how did it work out? What happened from the time you didn't have a house to now? I went straight from mama's house to a house. Wow. So when I told you, when you close mm-hmm. and you get them keys, Man. and most people be like, oh, we finally got our home. Man, I said, I'm in debt big time now. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not... But it's look, scary, it's, yeah. It's scary. It's scary, but it, it can is be. the best feeling. Paying that mortgage every month. Yeah. Mm. I just want y'all to know out there. For me, it is the best feeling to be able to make that mortgage payment. That is a good feeling. But yeah. I tell you, and you know, 
that feeling kind of wore off for me. <laughs> <laughs> it felt good up until a point, and then it just didn't feel good anymore. Yeah. Until, but the thing is to get it paid, and I realized I don't have to be the one to pay it. <laughs> 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 so you know, I found somebody else to pay it via rental property. Yeah. So to get somebody else to pay that and now to look for something else. So, you know, you do rental properties and stuff like that also? Yes, sir. What's the difference in having, you know, what's the different criteria from owning a home, your personal resident, to having a rental mm -hmm. property? I would say you as a, a rental property owner would be a level two homeowner. Okay. Okay. That means you have shown that you can own a home and you're responsible enough to own maybe one or two and still recoup some of the money that you have put up to own that second home. Mm -hmm. The down payment is going to be more on an investment property. You're looking at 25% or you won't get that investment property. Yeah. Um, so that, that in itself makes it out of range for some people. You know, everybody wants, they, they watch TV. Oh, I want to be an investor. I want to buy properties. <laughs> you know how much capital it takes to, you know, flip just one home. You know, yeah, because them, 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 that couple in California, they make it look so oh, easy. Man, but which one are you talking about? Uh, uh, Christina and yeah, Tarek. Christine and Tarek. Oh yeah. man, what's the name of the show? I forgot. Oh man, man, Google. Let me. Yeah, yeah. They, that, that that sends people off. <laughs> it, it makes people think yeah. that they can just go find a house on the street, buy it, go to the bank, get the loan, and listen, man. If you don't have people that can do the work for less than average, come on. You're not going to recoup some of that money. That's right. That's that's good. That's the key. If mm -hmm. you can't have somebody, a plumber, an electrician, drywall, if you got, if you're paying at cost for these, for these items, you aren't going to recoup that money. Mm -hmm. Flip or flop. Flip or flop. Flip or flop. That's, that's what it is. is. Yep. Yeah. Flip or flop. Now they, they it's amazing because they show the flip. Right. They, yeah. they never show flops. So. Yeah. It'd be at the end. Yeah. The home is still on the market. Yeah. Right. Had a couple. Yeah. Yeah. But no, uh, uh, Wayne, I just want to um ask another question we we talked about credit yeah uh we, we you know you said as low as 580 depends on the broker or the bank i can here's this here's the secret i'm gonna tell everybody mm -hmm. here's the here's we the need to see here's this. the under the like pillow secret right here a bank it's going to be harder for you to get a loan from a bank than it will a broker Okay, what's but the difference? The broker will basically shop your credit score to multiple banks at t sometimes. Mm -hmm. Or they have one basically investor that they work with that will fund their loans for them. Uh -huh. The trick is is Mr. 580 credit score walks in and he desperately wants a home home, uh you're going to have a higher interest rate. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Because as me as an an investor or a broker, I'm going to make my money off of taking a risk on you mm -hmm. you're gonna you're gonna pay for that 580 credit score i'm gonna give you the house you know wow. but you're gonna pay for that because your 680 credit score person is gonna get a 4.2 interest rate mm -hmm. mr 580 credit score is probably gonna have a five percent or higher interest rate depending on the broker i myself work for a bank uh, a local bank which we have uh we have loan programs where we can you know keep loans on the book I don't want to give too many secrets, but we no. can help people in the community a lot easier sometimes than other banks or other brokers can. 
Um, mm. So it's it, it's in anybody's best interest to be up front with the loan officer up front. Here, here's my credit, my financial mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. What can you do for me? And you always want somebody who's going to say, hey, I can't loan you this money today, but by looking at your credit report, these are the steps that you need to take to fix your mm-hmm. credit. Right. There's, I, I see so many people that will have collections on their credit report that are six or seven years old that they have not disputed. Mm. You can dispute those things, and if that original creditor does not respond in 30 days, they have to delete that off your credit report. The original creditor? The original creditor. Not the collection agency. Not the collection, because the collection agency bought that debt. So let's say Kenny over here is Capital One, and I'm debt collection agency, right? Kenny, I'm going to buy that $5,000 debt off of you. You're going to write it off on your taxes. I'm going to take this debt from you now, and I'm going to collect on this debt now. It's funny. I'm getting personal. I'm getting personal. Mm. And we got to get personal. <laughs> True Green. Mm-hmm. They they service my lawn. I, I can't, I can't uh, service my lawn. Right. But I wasn't happy last summer, so I just stopped paying them. Mm. So... I owed them like $90, $95, I think. I had two fertilizations, mm-hmm. 49 apiece or something like that, and I didn't pay them. Mm-hmm. It was Christmas time was coming. Mm-hmm. Y'all ain't doing nothing in this weather. I, <laughs> I holla at y'all in the spring. Mm-hmm. So then I get a letter. They don't send me the collections. Mm-hmm. Okay? I, I, I know I owe you. I know I owe you. Mm-hmm. Last week, Mm-hmm. I promise I get a call from True Green. Mm-hmm. They not calling to collect the debt. Mm. They want to service you, right? They calling to service uh-huh. me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I'm interested in getting service, but this year I just want to pay you up front because I'm tired of these little petty bills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then I'm thinking in the back of my mind, I owe you $98, but it's in collections. Mm-hmm. So they just done sold the debt to the collector, and now they trying to get me back on. Yeah. they. So I just got to do credit karma and make sure if it fall on there, mm-hmm. go ahead and pay them. Mm-hmm. But if it don't ever get on there. It always comes back to haunt you, right? Yeah, it do, man. It, it always. Sure Sometimes it's like $90. People, it do. Just pay it. Yeah. I'm, I'm a, I mean, It'll I'm work out it. something. Settle. Yeah. yeah but if they it. called you, right? And, the collection and, people called me, but True Green called me trying to service me. Not what? That's what I'm saying. That's strange. They have you, and that means they have you in a, a past client database. Yeah, I, 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 eight years. Yeah, and they just, they, they just, somebody's, a new they, salesman is in the office cold calling on you trying to see oh, if you okay. want some service. Mm-hmm. He ha- he doesn't have any access to those write off, wrote off accounts. Okay. All right. So he's just trying to call, I'm like, pay I'm a pay You know? But, Mm-hmm. But stuff that's like, you know, certain people's like they either made a partial payment or they made a payment and they don't dispute any of that. They just let it sit on their, their that's like bringing your score down 30 points. Why? Why would they not face it and deal with it? You know, just laziness, I think. You get so caught up in day to day life. It's just like that. I don't have time to worry about that right now. I know I'm not going to buy a home. But then when it comes that day always comes when that perfect house is online and they want it. Now they have to face what they did not face two years ago. It ain't going nowhere. And it's not going anywhere. You can run, but you can't hide. You can't. It's going to show up on the credit report. It's, yeah, it's going to show up. So, you know, 
that's just the way it is. So somebody wanted to get a property. They wanted to buy a first house, investment property, whatever it is. Regardless to what they think their situation is, they first need to sit down and talk to you, no matter what. Yeah, that's the best thing to do because I'm going to do an application mm-hmm. and I'm going to pull your credit report. If mm-hmm. it's ugly, we're going to sit there and say, this is what you need to do over the next six months to make this mm-hmm. pretty. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, your Quicken loans, your your online mortgage Come servicers, on. they, they don't do those things. Uh-oh. So, you know, everybody's running online to do their mortgages to get the lower interest rates, but you're not actually, you don't have a banker that's going to do multiple things for you, right? Having a bank relationship is the best thing that you can do. Why is because it's kind of, you, you get your back scratched. You do your mortgage with me, guess what? I, I can refer you to the auto department, the 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 commercial department, if you ever wanted to start a business. Mm-hmm. And this guy's trustworthy because he, he has a banking relationship with us. Quicken Loans, you, you, you're in and out. Mm-hmm. And if mm-hmm. you ever wanted to refinance or or, or or remodify the loan for a lower payment, good luck with that. Yeah. So, unfortunately, they're putting millions and millions of dollars into the advertising, so it's looking very attractive to people that don't know the truth. But, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Look, we got the inside. Go ahead and say it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and spin it, Kitty. What is it? Go ahead and get it Black on out co- the way. Black man. coffee, no sugar, no cream, Black right? Coffee, no sugar, no cream. <laughs> <laughs> What's the score? All right, me, 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 and the brother, we went, we went in on a home, oh, on an no. investment, yeah. And you know, uh, some things happened, and and he he took it, he took, he he moved into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a house, couldn't keep it. Things got bad. I mean, as far as going through the foreclosure process, yeah. all these different things. So I had to actually move into the house, mm. but I couldn't buy it because my credit was horrible. Yep. And I had child support just out, just crazy. Yes, sir. So I couldn't do anything. So even when my credit score got better, I still had back child support. It wasn't nobody gonna mess with none of that Mm-mm. because you know apparently the child support people, they got a, like a first lien position or mm-hmm. whatever the stuff is called, but I just want to clear that up. Yeah, so um <laughs> so you know when when things got better and it was just one of those things where you know the house was in my name mm-hmm. for 10 years. For 10 years. He carried the note. Shoot. Not one. Not well, not 6 months, not a year, not two, not three. 10 years he carried wow. the note in his name and I made payments to him. Wow. I recorded it down at the recorder's office. I made sure I paid the taxes, but I made sure that I made that payment for 10 years. And wow. It was not one payment was 30 days late. Wow. It was, uh, yeah, so. Wow. You know, we do a podcast, but we, we gotta, we gotta, <laughs> it's some trust. Yeah. Right. You know, because it's wow. a risk for both of us. Right. Right. So I mean, man, because if if I don't pay, you know, he get the house is his, no matter no matter how much I paid, mm-hmm. and I get nothing. Ooh. And then he trusted I'm paying in case you know I don't make it, and he got to keep making those payments. So you know, it's a dual thing. But you know, it was man a lot of trust there, and it man. panned out. It worked out good, and uh, I, you know, just paying it and keep it going, you know, it kept from damaging his credit report, yeah. his credit yeah. score. Yeah. Yeah. So we start laughing when you brought up Quicken because, right. 
you know, quick and service, you know, mm-hmm. on the transfer. So, yeah. and another thing, I quick claimed mm-hmm. the deed mm-hmm. to him. So it wasn't a sale. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was a refinance, which I think worked out for yep. both of us. Yeah. Because to refinance, you really didn't need, you know, well, well, you did because he he's a military. Okay. So Actually, he, I used my VA. Okay. And I had uh, no down payment, so I used that for my primary residence. So it's no down payment. It worked out all the kinks. Child support was. Man, you guys done. worked it, man. And then it was conventional, and that freed him up to do. Uh, refi, so I refi, yeah. and then since I was off, that is like a breath of fresh air, and then that, right? So, so that that um, fell off my credit score, which improved my debt to income. Mm-hmm. So, in my primary residence, I was able to refinance from a six point three mm-hmm. to a four. Oh man! Now, see his re- reaction. Man, tell the audience what's the difference in a oh my six- gosh. Uh, 6.3 and a 4% interest rate? Yeah. I can tell you the difference. What's was it like $280? Man, shoot. What? For me, okay, black coffee, no sugar, no What was the loan amount? With everything, taxes, insurance, um, P&I, principal and interest, yep. 1336 Dude, wow. With, um, with the four? Eight. Nine sixty. Wow, I love right there. Yeah. Now, now talk about the interest rate real quick. Man, that is like a snowball, right? The it, it it doesn't hurt you up front, but thirty years from now, when you see that you bought a house for one hundred and eighty thousand dollars and you ended up paying three hundred and sixty thousand dollars for it because of the interest rate, yeah, you're gonna think about your credit a lot harder. Mm-hmm. And I gotta, I gotta. I got to ask the grind. I, I I just want to know what you think about this. Because I'm about to put Wells Fargo on blast. Oh, man. Y'all, mm. where, where no, was I at in all know. these transactions? Man, look. You was a Wells Fargo? Yeah, Wells Fargo. My mom was with Wells Fargo. Look here. i tell you after you finish. When you talk about debt to income. Yeah, I had, I had a high debt to income. It was in my maybe 80, 80 or something like based on what I made. Mm-hmm. Now. 80. What you mean 80? Because we're talking to people who, like third graders. Okay, so 80, 80% debt-to-income rate, right? Right, because you got to be, at first, with the new HARP, you need to be, what, 65? Shoot. So we gotta, 53? What does that mean? The 80, you know, okay, we know. Okay, just, just break it down. So, break down debt-to-income. So the debt-to-income ratio is how much money are you making and how, how much, much money is going out? How much yeah. debt do you owe? Revolving debt, okay. right? Okay. Um, we're not talking about you spend... Fifty dollars on groceries a month, you know, because people. Right, try, right, right. We're yeah. talking about do you have a car note? Do you have credit installment cards, loans, credit mm-hmm, cards? Mm-hmm. Student loans. Um, you want to have a debt to income ratio, no higher than forty percent, right? On example, a conventional example. On a conventional loan. So if you have, if you're making twenty five, if you're grossing two thousand five hundred dollars a month, okay, right? Mm-hmm. You want to. You don't want to spend more revolving then what's the percentage on that let me let me let me check my what percentage are you looking for 40 percent 25 the maximum on a conventional loan is 43 percent right okay so 
you only want to be spending one thousand seventy five dollars a month. Uh huh. Right. Mm-hmm. One thousand seventy. That's on it. what? On everything. That is your whole package. That means your rent, your car notes, your revolving debt. You don't want to be out of that twenty five hundred. You don't want to go over one thousand seventy five hundred. Right. You don't want to go over that. So it doesn't include any utilities. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Okay, that's just. That's just revolving. Revolving accounts. Okay, I got you. Revolving is every month, like credit cards. It's going to come. People that report every month to the credit bureaus. Yeah, okay. What are they, the credit bureaus? TransUnion, Equifax, and Experian. Okay. Right? Is that government owned? No. Somebody asked me that. It was government owned. Like I don't think it's government owned. It's it's the privately owned, but I don't know how it really works. No, so. y'all don't want to go down that hole. Nothing's really government owned. So 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 back to back to mine situation because <laughs> I I want I want I want I want you to know this, and I thought about it all day, and I knew I was going. I I wanted the people to know. So I was with Wells Fargo. I had a high t- debt to income ratio. So when those when those um. Uh, interest rates start to drop. Um, I'm like, man, you know, probably in about I refinanced in 2007, mm-hmm. and in about what about 2012? That's when they started to drop. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I was like, okay, I just want to take advantage of the. You know, it, I think it was in the fives or something. I probably would have been saving about two fifty, and I was cool with that. Mm-hmm. So, the company that I'm paying every month to, on time, mm-hmm. not late, check my credit. Yeah, income to debt to income is too high. We mm-hmm. can't. I said, but listen, Wells Fargo, the mortgage is the highest debt. Mm-hmm. The highest monthly amount that's going out on my credit report. Mm-hmm. So don't you think that if my history with you suggests <laughs> that the highest revolving amount that's going out every month that's on my credit is going to you, <laughs> and I have not missed a month, Man. you can't help me out? Well, that's not our department. They, we can't help you out. I said, okay. When mm. that time came, mm. when that time came, and I said, okay, I know eventually I'm going to be able to get out of this 6.3. Mm-hmm. And when I got out and and, and, the, and the bank that I went through, hit them with that, um, that payoff. payoff. Oh, mm-hmm. yes, sir. <laughs> hit them with that payoff. I get that call. I'm at work. They called you? Wells Fargo called me. Uh-oh. Yeah, we we saw that you um may be in the market to refinance. <laughs> I say, you think? I, 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 I got a cubicle at the job. Mm-hmm. I say, yeah, I think I'm going to cuss me somebody out today. <laughs> so I got up from my cubicle, excused myself from the office, went in a little, little spot, and I just told them. I said... I've been trying to refinance this. I've been my my payment history is is a one with you all. Mm-hmm. The highest thing on my credit, the highest amount of debt on the credit report is with you. The highest amount going out on my credit report is to you. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
and you didn't want to help me out until somebody else mm-hmm, done mm-hmm. requested a payoff. So I, 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 I said, you know. You didn't deal in the business, did you? Oh, I dealt in the business. Oh. And, and this ain't going out on FCC. You didn't burn the bridge, did you? No, I didn't burn the bridge because no. they, they okay. don't want to do that business again if I call Okay, them I was going to say, okay. All right. But I did I did give them the business. <laughs> told me a couple of things. Yeah, yeah. So I, so so to to Wayne, if that's you yeah. and your people mm. and, and and I'm paying you or, or I'm paying somebody else before you got here and I'm like, man, I'm paying four percent, now now it's down to three point two percent. Oh man, y'all really wanna And my debt to income ratio is a oh, little man. high, but this mortgage is the highest thing on my report. You notice how when you walked away and another bank was going to help you, they wanted to help you. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The green paper that you have in your pocket hmm. right now, right, the $5, the $20 bill, does not exist. Why does it not exist? Because if I don't loan Kenny any money, I don't make any money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right? Right. And that's what I told them. Right. Well, I said you had no business but calling me. You here's a here's a here's money. a kicker though, and I wish you would have known this at the time for your conversation. When you go to Marine Bank, First Financial Bank, Busey Bank, guess what happens? We give you a loan, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and then we sell it to yeah. Wells Fargo. Yeah, or Chase. Yeah. yeah, a bigger bank. Big bank take little bank. Yeah. So so, so that's what happened. So you, with even me. though you still make your mortgage payments in the same. Or they'll, they'll send you a thing in the mail and say, okay. Exactly. You can start making your payments yeah, to that's yeah, exactly. this guy. Like PNC. Yes. The, the, the loan I went through, because you, you hitting it right on the head. You you talking yeah. You talking about us and not even knowing it. Yeah. <laughs> because I went on the computer, I put in HARP. Mm-hmm. And then filled out the information. I swear I got three calls in five minutes. Half a second. They be waiting. You hit that last number. <laughs> you hit that send. They will call right You hit away. that send. Your phone is <laughs> Email going Email everything. Off. Technology, you know. And so, you know, that's what that's how it ended up getting done. Mm. So we was talking to, shout out to Denise Zenders mm-hmm. over at PNC. Okay. You know, uh, you know, she wanted to know how many times in a day that we blinked, you know, Sheep. <laughs> wow. But but look. But look. <laughs> I end up refinancing my home. Good. And about four months later, I get that letter. And guess who bought my loan? Wells Fargo. PNC. Oh man. PNC. <laughs> <laughs> you can't escape them. But no, no, huh? I said you can't really escape the bigger no, no, banks. No, 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 yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Unless you, here's the thing, unless you specifically ask the lender mm-hmm. to keep the loan on their books, right? In-house loan or 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 an arm loan, right? Mm-hmm. These are, arm. Right. These are In-house. loans that, that. Come on now, we're in the third grade. You yeah. got to break this down. Some people who's listening okay. have never so had a house before. an arm loan is an adjustable rate mm-hmm. mortgage. Okay. Now that's worse than a 6.3. To a certain extent, right? Okay. You get somebody who. That's the pros and cons of yeah. an arm. Here, here's the trick. Here's how you play an arm loan out, right? Okay. You want to get the, the, the best terms that you can get at that point in time in your financial situation, right? Mm-hmm. And a lender says, well, we can put you on an adjustable rate mortgage. 
you have a fixed interest rate for five years. Right. Right. It only mm-hmm. adjusts every five years. So that gives you five years to get your financial situation in order. In the fourth year, your credit should be fixed. Your financial situation should be better. You can refi into a fixed rate and, and escape the arm loan. Uh, An arm loan is a beautiful way for people to get in a house who can't really get a house sometimes. Okay. That's and is the interest rate low or lower, higher? So right now, on a conventional, we can probably do a 30-year mortgage at 4.5%, right? Okay. We can do an arm loan at about 5.1, right? Okay. So it's a little higher, but... Um, so a 4.5 to a 5.1 is probably $100 a month? May, at the most. Okay, at the most. At the most, right? You're paying for the bank to keep the risk in their right. bank to not sell your loan to Wells Fargo, PNC, or Chase. Uh-huh. We're keeping that loan in-house. So Busey be buying loans like that? Uh, Busey sells loans. So they sell them. They, yeah. So they don't really. So, no. Wells, wow. so Chase and Wells Fargo and PNC, they going to buy them. The big boys will buy them. But Busey kind of just yeah they, they, they don't really they, no. okay yeah okay. they they won't buy any loans um mm. they may keep they, and I don't think they really I I don't really know Busey that well um I can't really speak as far as what they keep in and out of house mm-hmm. uh, but we do there's certain if the if the customer's right and here's another thing with going online getting your mortgages those are the type of deals that you can't get sometimes um, or you're not going to get um, favorable terms right right um, unless you have like credit score got to be in the bleachers exactly we have a program right now which is an arm loan if you have a 680 credit score we'll do 105 percent financing 105 105 which means no down payment and the closing costs needed to close that loan we'll finance it into the loan for you are you serious yeah does it have to be personal residence primary residence primary residence yep so primary residence 16 days a year huh what classifies a primary residence? You have to live there fifteen live there. days a year. No, no, it's it's more than fifteen. That's a myth, man. It's got to be permanent residence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> permanent, you know. You got to keep your toothbrush. Because now you're talking about investment. Now, hey, you mess no. around and, and and say, okay, this is my primary residence. And <laughs> that would that would be a beautiful situation if we man, could do that. Hey, right? That would be. I'm gonna definitely talk to you. Yeah, yeah, I, I can, you know. 680-55 arm loan, right? Fixed interest rate for five years. Get into a house at 105% financing, right? 105, which means basically you're going to put 1% into the loan. Yeah. Your earnest money was $1,000, right? Earnest is more like escrow. The earnest goes into an escrow. Good faith okay. to show yeah. that you're interested. Good faith. Put a little yeah. skin in the game. Yeah. You, you know, know, basically you put an offering on a, on a home. The, the selling agent wants to see that you're serious. Take the thousand dollars, put it down. Thousands. When I did my house, they wanted two thousand dollars. People take five hundred nowadays, but but I you know, just like you know, people in the church say I claim that house. Right. I, I had gone to that house many times without the um I touched that house. That yeah. was my house. I had my mind made up. <laughs> Cause I needed I needed a decent house. I had squirrels in the attic, man. Oh, wow. I mean, it was interesting. I'm glad you segued to that. You know, that's that's another thing that keeps people from buying is maintenance. Yeah. Well, the maintenance they think. Right. You know, I mean, you go, you're going to have to maintain. Even if you're renting, man, you got to maintain your uh, income level. You, you still got to maintain the property. Otherwise, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Even when you leave, they keep your security deposit. They can still 
they put you on that don't rent to these people list. So you still got to maintain it. Not necessarily repairs, but if it's in good repair, yeah, something happens, you can you let the uh, landlord know about it, and they take, you know, they they'll fix it. Mm-hmm. But if it's something that you did, you had to pay for it yourself. But yeah, I put down two thousand dollars of earnest money. <laughs> but she said, okay. The sellers want to know that you're serious. I said, that's not a problem. She said, how much are you going to put down? I said, I put down 1000 She said, could you put down a little more? I said, yeah, I put down 2000 She's like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So with that expression, it was an, it satisfied her. So, and uh, Brenda, Brenda Brown, that's my realtor. Okay. Excellent job. I mean, just an excellent, excellent job. Went through quick and Loans. Oh, man. Quicken is killing me today. I, 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 I didn't know you. You're right, right. You didn't have a billboard up. <laughs> no, the billboard wasn't up. Billboard wasn't up, you know. And oh. then, you know what? I've seen, man, I've seen that billboard so many times, but it did not register until he said something. <laughs> I mean, it didn't register. Then when he said it, I'm like, yeah, man. And I, it clicked in my mind. Yeah. So it just, I didn't think about it because, you know, traditionally, you know, you go with somebody you know, mm-hmm. or you ask somebody like, "Hey, man, where'd you get your house? Who hooked you up? This kind of stuff." So, Quicken Loans, man. they recommended Brenda Brown, and I said, "How'd y'all pick Brenda Brown?" They said, "Well, we just like randomly choose somebody mm-hmm. in that area." I'm like, "Has she worked with y'all before?" It was like, "No, she hadn't worked with us. It's just somebody we pick." I'm like, "Oh, okay." Really? And listen, that's what they told me. Fortunately worked out exceptionally well that's good i mean she took us around everything let me see all kind of stuff and so by the time we got the right one i said this is it right here this is it that's what was that, that was that the first time that you really went through the process of purchasing a home no and uh my first the first house that i got was uh 1303 uh not, not 1303 but you ain't got to get address no <laughs> state street Okay, down the street here. Yeah, State Street, State and Hessels, a duplex. Oh, okay. And I bought the first house on contract. Contract for D, because I read that old Carlton Sheets, no money down <laughs> thing. And that Jamaican lady was on there. She's like, yeah, man, we just got here from Jamaica. I have nothing. That's deep outside, no money. I bought this apartment building, no money down. If I could do it, and I'm sitting in there crying, living room, I could do it too. You know, I'm all into it. <laughs> I bought that program for $199. It was so much information, man. It was just overwhelming. I didn't do anything with it until the opportunity came to buy that house. And then I looked at the section. The only thing that applied to me was somebody who had no money, no credit, uh, no bank account. That was me. So she financed it for me. You know what? Knowledge is key, and you just proved it. You know, most people wouldn't read something like that. Mm. You know what I mean? When I got into this business, I've only been doing this for three years, mm-hmm. right? But I've been in banking for like four years. But I got in banking, I got in as a personal banking, a personal banker, teller, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Just regular worker. And and I saw all the mortgage guys making all the money. I'm like, well, wait a minute, man. These guys come and go out of the office as they please. Mm-hmm. They make their own schedules. They really don't have a manager. They make all this money. They get to go to meetings, lunch meetings. I'm like, 
I want to do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they kind of just laugh like, ah, you got to have five years experience before you can get into mortgage lending. Mm-hmm. And I kind of laughed like, man, no, I'm mm-hmm. going to, I'm no, that's not true. Mm-hmm. Went home and start studying, reading every night after mm-hmm. work as a teller. And I got in right at, you know, in front of the right people. And they were like, how do you know all this? Mm-hmm. You know? And they were like, man, we're going to give you a shot. And that's how I got here. That's dope. Pursuit of happiness right there, y'all. Yeah. That's good. Because you can relate to that story with uh, Will Smith. Yep. When he did that uh, Chris Garner story. S- took me six months, right? I was working in banking for six months. I did it in six months. I thought you had to be a teller for like ever before. Man, you know, that's what they told well, me. Somebody got to die and you right? move into their spot. Man, that's what they told me. But I wrote down on a piece of paper before I got married. I said, I'm going to be a mortgage loan officer in a year. And cut it in half in six months. That's good. So, proper planning. Man, writing down and moving towards the goal. Where'd you learn that? Man. Come on. I can't really reveal that. Okay. I got you. But I'm giving this game to everybody. If you write it down, tape it up somewhere. This game for $9.99. <laughs> you know, any, you can make anything happen if you write it down That's and right. hold yourself accountable to it That's right. every day by looking at it and working towards it, even if it's something small, right? I would get off work tired. My wife's cooking dinner. You got kids with homework and laundry, but I would open my laptop up and study for at least an hour a day. That's good. Right? Good. Then that's when stuff starts moving out of the way. Like, Come okay, this dude is serious. Come on, preach it. Right? You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> once right. I started doing that every day for three, four months, in the fifth month, jobs start getting posted. Uh-huh. And I would apply for those jobs and then find out I know somebody that works there. Yeah. And then the next thing you know, I'm interviewing. So write it down, man. Even if buying a home is your goal or starting a podcast or taking your podcast to the next level, whatever you want to do in life. Write it down. That tells the world that you are serious and you really believe that that can happen. That's your earnest money. That's it. That's good. That's what's up. That spirit's your earnest money. You just put it out there. That's exactly what it is, man. You that's know what? exactly what it is. You're going to make me do that on something I've been thinking about. Man, I'm you got to write it down. Do it. I learned that at the age of nine, right? I was living here in town when we first moved in town. And there was a, a bakery thrift shop on the corner of Bloomington Road and Bradley Avenue. Mm-hmm. Oh, the bread store. Right? The yeah. bread store. Everybody remembers yeah, that. Bread what bread store? Butternut or something yeah. like that, right? It, was, it used to be a bread store, kind of where the A-Rab spot is now. Yeah. On the corner where they... Well, yeah. Yeah, right there. It, it was, was three-way yep. thing. Yeah, Bloomington Road. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I yeah. just wanted to put myself there. Yeah. All right, go ahead. It was, a, it was a bread store, so yeah. they would sell your bread, your Dolly Madison cakes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, they were giving away a BMX bike, right? Mm-hmm. I went in there, saw that bike. I'm like, I'm going to have that bike. I went home, <laughs> grabbed a piece of paper and said, Wait. I'm, I'm going to win this bike, <laughs> right? My dad came in the room. He was like, Boy, you ain't going to win that bike. Mm-hmm. You know how these people go up there and, and put their little <laughs> receipts in that box for that bike? You ain't going to win the bike. And my mom came in the room. She was like, faith of a mustard seed. Uh-oh, go ahead, preacher. <laughs> That's what my mom said. My mom said that, <laughs> mom said that and, I, and that stuck with me. Uh-huh. You know, and then a week later, my dad picks up the phone. Hey, Bolton residents. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Bolton, your son, Wayne Jr., won the BMX bike. He just stood there wow. looking like. What the heck? Uh-huh. Wow. So I learned that, writing it down early. But what did I have to do besides just writing it down? Come on, tell that part. Right? That Get Here's the real in. secret. I had to put the work in. What was the work? Collecting change, asking my sister for a dollar to go buy a little fruit snack or whatever, mm-hmm. just so I can put that receipt in the box right. to put myself in the running for that bike. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
You need to do that with jobs, business ideas, entrepreneurship ideas, relationships. You have to write your goals down. That's good, bro. And you have to, and once you start actually working towards it, that's telling what you wrote down that you really believe that you can make it happen. That's good. And it always happens. That's good. I learned that early. That's good. Hear that? All right, all y'all out there. Everybody can think of something they need to write down. Write it down. Send it in the universe. That's good. Speaking into existence. Wow. I want to get back. I just want to cover everything. We're doing real good. We're not going to have y'all listening for two and two and a half hours this week. We're covering everything. (laughs) So the types of loans, you know, FHA, VA. Good question. Fannie Mae, Sally Mae. VA. You know, VA. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just kind of talk about what people would qualify and do this loan or that right, loan. Right, what they do. That's Yeah, that's okay. Know, I know Sally Mae and Fannie Mae, you know, I know Fannie Mae is Freddie candy, Mac, but Freddie Mac. Yeah, yeah. Just, so you got, you know, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, right? Certain certain lenders will will work under one of those guys or both sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, from a buyer standpoint, you really don't need to know that. Okay. That doesn't matter to you. You want to know what loan programs the lender has to offer and what are the credit terms um, that you need to qualify for. Okay. Because at the end of the day, we want to know, you want to know how to get in that house the easiest way possible. Okay. Right? So an FHA loan, that's that's your 3.5% down payment requirement. Okay. okay. So on a $100,000 house, I'm going to say looking at. So what is 3, that? 3500 right? About three, yeah, 3500 Okay. Um, what else? Just, so if. And that's a v- that's a FHA. That's an FHA loan. What about conventional? Yeah. Conventional five percent and up. So your loan to values need to be either ninety five percent or lower. So loan to value. Yep, loan to value, which okay. means the house is worth this amount and the loan amount is this amount, right? Okay. So normally it's eighty percent, right? Eighty so percent. Yes, exactly. Eighty percent gets rid of your your private mortgage insurance, oh, which is man. key. And that's another yeah, thing. Eighty percent. When gets I had. When I had that 6.375 and got that George Bush lick, that PMI. So not only was Wells Fargo hitting me with that, I was paying 75.59 PMI every Remember that, month. Yeah, that's another bill. Yeah, another 75. Bill. So that was still in the 13. Mm-hmm. So you have your principal and interest, uh, hazard insurance, Property taxes, PMI, that you know that could take a, a hundred thousand dollar house and turn it into something ugly. PMI, I pay PMI, and I and now I. Do you t- get that I, back? No. No, you don't get PMI back. No, that goes into a black hole. Yeah. So it it. And that's what I told the lady when I unleashed on her. I unleashed f bombs. <laughs> I said, I hope this call is being recorded. It's not to you personally, but it's. But you work for the company, you represent them on this call. And I, I unleashed, I said, I done paid $75.59 every month for eight years. Wow. Mm. And I just wanted to do a straight refi. That's it. And so now that you done, you done got wind of your system, under my account that that a, that a payoff has been requested by another <laughs> lender. Now you want to call me? Mm, you Y'all took it made personal. a mistake. Yeah, I took it personal. I took it personal. Yeah. I got you. And then 
you know, of course they want to release the and I and I and I and I, I closed at a perfect time because I had, you know, people when you refinance is is different time. Yeah, when is a good time when you're talking about taxes and property taxes and escrows and that could when see, is a good time of the month of the year to really purchase refinance whatever you know. Here's here's what I tell people: you need to figure out first. How much you can afford or you think you can afford a month, right? Mm-hmm. And from there, that's going to determine where you buy and how you buy. Why? Mm-hmm. Is because, you know, a 2,000-square-foot home in one side of town might be more in another side of town simply because of the property taxes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But when people are first-time home buyers, they're not really thinking about that. They're thinking 2,000-square-foot, you know, three-bed, two-bath, decent neighborhood, and it should, and in their mind, well, it should be that way on this side of town. No. Mm. property taxes can make or break your budget because when back in 2005 it was a it was a home in urbana mm-hmm. that we really liked over by yankee ridge mm-hmm. in 2005 the property taxes was 3485 mm-hmm. so break that down that's 130 something no nah, that's more than 100 3500 yeah it's like 280 dollars a month it's not more no three hundred something. But three hundred two ninety one two ninety one so about three hundred so two ninety one two ninety one a yeah. month in addition to the prop you know so I told my wife no no mm-hmm. it's out the question based on the taxes based on the taxes mm-hmm. I don't even pay that now and been in my home twelve years wow uh, be blessed. Yeah, I think that's public information, ain't it? Yeah, you can look yeah, up your yeah, yeah. Tax. Find what, out what address you can look up. Yeah, yeah. so I think I just because the public, the money from the taxes is used for the public, so, yeah, so you I know think, the public have the right to I know. I think it just made thirty one hundred. You know, nice. and I've been there for twelve years. Yeah, that's, that's a nice. blessing. Yeah. That's a super blessing because they, you know, I just, I contested mine last year, July. I think you can contest July to something. Mm-hmm. Man, I was right there. I thank you for contested it because they wanted to raise it based on. If they could and they ain't say nothing, they'll raise it. <laughs> but I, but I, mean, I, I contested. My neighbors, we all contested it, and they just left it the same. But they were talking about raising it, you know. I got a couple questions. Yeah. And and you may not, you know, so we may be getting out of the whole mortgage broker type. Um, but when you talk about when he said contesting his taxes, mm-hmm. when you contest your taxes – you you kind of saying my house ain't worth what you think it is is it am, am I am I on am I off base in that or uh, I mean you you need you're trying to justify why they are saying the tax increase is needed right what improvements have been made to the surrounding community in my radius of my property is going to contest my property taxes being increased. Okay, that's good because you know with the uniform referendum, right? I believe Champagne that that will that will hit this year. I think, even though ain't a damn brick been laid, ain't a. <laughs> 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 but you know we we voted it in. You know the twenty thousand people in a hundred thousand town voted it in. But I mean, they could also factor other things in too, like uh, statewide taxes increases, citywide. Okay. You know, I you know I don't particularly you know exactly how they do it, but those are some of the factors I know they look okay. at. 
All right. So so okay that because that's what because I, I was like you know if you contest you kind of you yeah. know maybe your so neighbor your neighbor puts a swimming pool next you know in their backyard the value of their house goes up right yeah well that's going to increase some taxes too okay okay all right so another question um I just want you to just. Just once again, just just tell the people why home ownership. You know, we can talk about businesses right. all day long, and we. But if you don't even know where you where you rest, right? You know, what good does you know? So so just tell the people once again why it's important. I think it's important because it, you know, it's 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 one of the larger purchases you'll ever make in your life, and it's an investment. It's a, it's. I tell people all the time, uh, purchasing a home is the best savings account you can ever open. Mm. Right. Say that again. Purchasing a home is the best savings account you can ever open. Okay. And you determine, you know, how much you put into it. Yeah, that's true. But sometimes the market depends on that, declares that, the, the value, the neighborhood. But still, you know, name something that you can spend 800 to to $1,000 a month on and keep it and still save money, right? When you pay rent every month, that money does not go in your savings account. Right. Right? When you pay that mortgage every month, yes, you're paying the balance off on that home, but you're going to own the equity that you put into that home. So 20 years from now, when not even 20, let's say seven years from now, when the when you've paid the balance down on that home and now that home that you paid one hundred fifty thousand dollars for is worth two hundred and sixty. And you go to refi because you want to pull some cash out of that house because you paid that balance down over the past seven years and the value went up on that home because you took care of it and your neighbors took care of the neighborhood. That's money that goes in your pocket, literally. Yeah, that's a savings account. That's a savings account. So it's just like the dope game. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never sold a drug in my life, but I done watched enough movies. Yeah. You know, you 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 cop the house. Consignment, yeah. You know, you you pay the you pay the mortgage. Mm-hmm. You flip. Flip, or you you said refi. You can also sell. You can sell it, right? For example, so a a couple in my family, right? Six years left on their mortgage. The market is great. So the market is great right now. It's not bad. Okay. Right. So, house worth a hundred two hundred thirty thousand dollars. Right. Mm -hmm. They only owe maybe seventy sixty. Look at that. That's cash in their pocket if they sold their home today. Yeah. And That's over $100,000. Yeah. What kind of, you know, you're not going to save that money renting an apartment. No. No. It's the way to go, man. Home ownership is the way to go. Man. I don't know what else to ask. We, we covered everything, I think. Yeah, I think we hit it, man. Yeah, I'm not going to keep you too much longer. I just want to thank you. Uh, Brother Timothy stepped out, but um, 
Yeah, man. I think we got everything, man. Just tell oh, the man. people how they can reach you. Yeah, I am Wayne Bolton again at First Financial Bank. Uh, I'm at South Prospect Banking Center. That's 1611 South Prospect Avenue, Champaign, Illinois. Uh, you can call me, set up an appointment, come talk to me, um, 217-351-6620. Um, I'd love to hear from some people that just have questions or, you know, just want to see how I can get them in that first home. So that's how you can reach me. Man, listen, I mean, like I said, yeah, you know, I tried to be transparent with, you know, with, with our personal with, with, with some of our personal things, but um, I'm telling you guys out there, you know, it's not as bad as it seems. You know, when you buy a home, there's, you know, they'll, you know, the, an inspector will come out to make sure, you know, if, if, if something is, something needs to be repaired, replaced, yep. you know, make sure, you know, your inspector. One more question. Oh, man, I'm sorry. So, do you have an in-house underwriter? So underwriter is once he collects everything. Go go ahead. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So once I get all your tax returns, pay stubs, bank statements, collect all your personal information, your file then goes to an underwriter. Um, our underwriters, um, we do everything in-house. We service most of our loans. Um, so you, you're going to get direct answers pretty quickly from uh, with banking and doing your mortgage with me, which is great. Um, you don't have to wait for, you know, some – robotic email response yeah. or some letter in the mail you're going to get a lot of answers straightforward and straight up front so that's that's another perk of banking local not quick and long oh lord quick and long and you know what i can appreciate that because i start out speaking with one person doing the quick and long so by the time i finish the whole process i've had to deal with about maybe four people yeah. sometimes five true yeah. story yeah you true know story. So they hand me off to somebody else and hand me off to somebody else, you know. So, I mean, when you know better, you do better. Yeah, all day. Okay. Hey, brother, you got anything we want to add? Uh, he, he, uh, Wayne gave his information. He, he, he said good. come I mean, holler at him. Yeah, that's what we'll do. And then we'll do a follow-up. Yeah, man, please we'll come back for part two in, mm-hmm. in a few yep. months. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Right, and then, you know, he'll be able to ask us about, you know, things we've done or what we're working on or – you know, we'll send some people your way. Yeah. No, I'm getting ready to do uh, free consultations, which means I'm going to set up a day where I will be at the bank, a realtor will be at the bank, and you can come to the bank that day, get a pre-approval, and meet with the realtor and start shopping the next day. So, okay. That, okay. that you know, that's something we're going to do monthly is just have free consultations at the bank with the realtor and myself. One-stop shop, right? You can come there and get your answer that day. And you can go out the very next day shopping if you wanted to. So it's a good feeling. I mean, it it, it can get stressful at times, but when you're looking at homes and mm-hmm. and and you got that pre-approval, he done told you how much you can afford. Man. Yeah, it's a good feeling, people. And it's and a it, very good feeling. And if you with your your significant other, mm-hmm. and and just. You know, you gonna go back. You gonna go back and forth. You know, <laughs> because of preference, but it's just a good feeling, y'all. We we Definitely. gotta own where we live. At least, yes. At sir. least we can talk about getting restaurants, and, <laughs> right? And clubs, and yeah. you know. At the end of the day, you gotta own where you live. You should own where you live. Squirrels got more sense, and they brain smart out. <laughs> 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 they build a nest first and then they start bringing nuts and resources to put inside of it you know yeah if you are paying over seven hundred dollars in rent come talk to me you need to be buying a house so somebody could buy a house for 
Seven hundred dollars. Seven eight hundred dollars. Yeah. I got I got a, I got a, I got a, I got okay. a cousin. I got a cousin. She been at her job over twenty years. And I know she probably has some credit issues okay. that she probably running from. Mm-hmm. But she was living in a she was living in, she was living in a rental. Mm. Moved to an apartment, and I just don't mind living in. North Champagne. Uh, I don't even want to say the hood. You know, <laughs> I just want to say the working part of yeah. Champagne, Urbana. Yeah. And I and I just want to just I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna reach out to her and try to send her over because I think she That's she good. deserves That's a good first step. She deserves to know. Mm-hmm. If she can afford a seventy, eighty thousand dollar house, yeah, yeah. she's been working for twenty years. Yeah, here's a, here's another thing: www.freecreditreport.com. Every consumer is entitled to one free credit report that will not affect your score. So it's not a hard. Pool. It's not a hard inquiry. Yeah, not a hard. Yeah. Okay. See, a hard pull is when they. So if so, I pull so your credit, inquiries. it's a hard pull. Yeah, you gonna pull. You. Yeah, it's gonna be a hard pull. So I always tell people, go to freecreditreport.com, get your score, so we even know before it even affects you. And then if it if it's below the threshold to where we can do anything, I can see the entire report and tell you what to do to get it to that score that it's needed. That's real good. So That's real, real good. Most bankers are going to just pull it and say, "Sorry, get out of my office," and then you got a hard inquiry on your credit report. Yeah. So. Yeah. You need to be dealing with Wayne Bolton for sure. He's right. selling Wayne it now. That's WB, my... I saw your, uh, your crest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> WB, it ain't Warner Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> Wayne Bolton. Yes, sir. That's my mom's maiden name, okay. Bolton. Is oh, it? Really? It certainly is, Bolton. That's why I ask you if you were from down south of Mississippi because. My know. dad was born in Memphis, and my grandmother's from Memphis, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. On my Bolton's. dad's side. Yep. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll chat. Y'all need to do Ancestry.com. And now. you kind of look like my dad a little bit, too. Don't you look at him. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> Clean your room. <laughs> hey, y'all. Black Coffee, No Sugar, No Black Cream. Coffee, no Sugar, No Cream. We are on SoundCloud. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Google Music. Google Play, I think. We are on iHeart. We are getting everywhere. I tried to do Spotify, but I Googled it. They said, don't even worry about Spotify. So we're not gonna we're not gonna do Spotify. We on we on most of those that I just mentioned. If you're on SoundCloud, oh, I need to give a shout out. We got our first we got our first uh person that uh sent some feedback. Mm-hmm. I want to give him a quick shout out if I can find it right quick. Trying to go through this phone, but uh, oops, oops, oops. Well, I thought you were putting the black coffee, no sugar, no cream on there. But uh, I, I'm 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 gonna give you a shout out next week, brother. I, I definitely uh, seen your your um your shout out. We appreciate it. You 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 said the content is getting better every week. Okay. So I just I I'm sorry I can't I I can't locate you to give you a shout out. But definitely thank everybody that's been listening. The mm-hmm. Facebook group, um, definitely you know would like some feedback in the Facebook group on the episodes. You know, but love if you have questions, you know, about some maybe something that you want to know about this this episode with with purchasing a home. Definitely 
you know, leave a, leave a comment in the, in the Facebook when I post when we post mm-hmm. the podcast. His number? Can you give him his number? Yeah, you want to give it again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 217-351-6620 or send me an email at wbolton, that's W-B-O-L-T-O-N, at first-online.com. So okay. I'm at the Prospect Branch Yard. Just come talk to me and uh, we'll That's make it happen. That's what's up. That's what's up. Black coffee. No sugar, no cream. Yes, sir. No cream. And I wish, I wish you peace, peace until we meet God. again. That's right. And in the Hebrew... Keep talking about Hebrew. What is it? Arabic, Arabic. In the Arabic language. As- Assalamu alaikum. Black coffee, no sugar, no cream. <laughs> we out. No sugar, no cream. We out. Thanks.